<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. She had met kings and queens and the people she enjoyed being with the most were those that lived in absolute abject poverty. Thousands gather to pay their final respects to former First Lady Rosalind Carter. Details on her funeral service later this morning. And U.S. Steel says it plans to lay off more workers at its Granite City plant. The reaction from people living in the town and lawmakers. They might get infected by something or cut or something like that. Might ride that bike and mess up their bike tires. Yeah, debris from a car crash more than two weeks ago remains near a South St. Louis sidewalk and school. My parents in that area say there is reason to be concerned about safety. Good morning and welcome back on this Wednesday, November 29th. You are watching The Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm John Pertzborn. I'm Blair Lede. Thank you for waking up with us. We're taking a live look now at our Together Credit Union roof camera. Let's get a check of our forecast. we got meteorologist Angela Huddy on the Lakeside Renovation and Design weather deck. And she's a little bit warmer this morning. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Blair and John, it's, it's cold, but it's not as cold as we were yesterday morning. In fact, temperatures as expected have already been rising this morning. We were at or below freezing a little earlier at Lambert Airport. We're currently in the mid 30s. And so as we go through the morning, we're going to see that warm up really take off as the sun comes up and it's all thanks to southerly winds. So Yes, you need the coat. Don't leave it at home. You're really going to want it this morning, but we're going to warm up very nicely into the mid to upper 50s this afternoon. Plenty of sunshine, certainly a pick day. Now, that means as our next storm system comes in, warmer air will be in place, so we're tracking rain that's going to move in during the day tomorrow. We'll show you that with Futurecast coming up here in just a bit. But right now, not only do you need the coat to get out the door, but we'll let you know what you need traffic-wise. As we get our morning started, it's been so far so good this morning. We've had a couple of incidents um, around some minor crashes or stalled out vehicles. But I think what's going to be a bigger impact today to some drivers are some uh, construction projects that are getting going. There's going to be closures on the page extension. Uh, Missouri Route 364, they're approaching 141 or the Maryland Heights Expressway area in both directions so that they can do some bridge work in that area. It will start today. After or during the morning commute, the westbound uh, lanes start at 7 a.m. and the eastbound lanes start at 9 a.m. And that work's going to continue during the daytime hours through December 15th. So do expect delays along the page extension coming into and out of St. Louis County into St. Charles County there at 141. Otherwise, just starting to see some volume start to pick up. But we are on the move this morning. Looks like our heaviest volume right now is in that construction zone in 270 in North St. Louis County. Thank you, Angela. 602 New this morning, a man is hit and killed while walking on Highway 61. This happened last night. The crash was a little before 11 near Cedar Drive in Imperial. Missouri State Highway Patrol says a 24-year-old woman was driving southbound on 61 when she hit and killed 22-year-old Christopher Kelch, who was in the road. There was a shooting in South St. Louis. It uh, brought police to a quick trip at Gravois and Loftborough. This is a look outside the gas station around 4 this morning. Police say that's where somebody fired gunshots that struck the pickup truck that you see in the video. Nobody was hit by bullets. Fortunately, 
One man was checked out by paramedics, but uh, was not taken to the hospital. And then less than a month before Christmas, we've got U.S. steel workers in Granite City. They received crushing news that the facility there is being indefinitely idled and they will soon lose their jobs. Now the Power of Tis, Chris Ringe is live in Granite City this morning. And Chris, how are people feeling about this? Where it's just devastating, not only to the workers here, but also to the Granite City community in general. We are just outside the steel mill. You know, workers at this plant, they've been through tough times and layoffs before, but this time around, it seems much more daunting with this announcement from U.S. Steel that it's basically shutting down the facility here. We understand 1,000 workers at this plant received notices yesterday that they could lose their jobs. That notice coming as U.S. Steel revealed plans to indefinitely idle the second and final blast furnace at this plant. The other blast furnace had previously been shut down. 400 of those 1,000 workers were already on a layoff that started this past September when the second blast furnace was closed. That move initially was said to be temporary, but now it seems that it will be permanent. In addition to those 400 workers, another 600 workers also received word that they will likely lose their jobs as well. We just spoke a few minutes ago with Keith Snow. He's a 29-year veteran worker here. He calls this news frustrating and his future uncertain. Uh, the impact on me is unknown yet. I don't know what's going to happen uh, if I am one of the few that stay or, or go. Uh, there's different scenarios there. Um, chances are uh, I'll look for something else uh, when the time comes. Got to be tough to deal with. U.S. Steel releasing a statement reading in part, U.S. Steel has indefinitely idled Granite City's primary operations and will meet customer demand by leveraging the company's active iron and steelmaking facilities. This action was taken in order to help ensure melt capacity is balanced with our order book. Our Post-Dispatch partners are reporting that steel rolling and finishing operations will continue at the plant here with metal from other facilities. We're told there are plans in the work to help those who are losing their jobs and these changes, they could take effect by January the 28th. For now, live in Grand City, I'm Chris Renier. We've got some other uh, lawmakers expressing their support for the Granite City steel workers. State Representative in Illinois, Jay Hoffman from Swansea issued a statement that says the people of this community have given a lot over the years in support of this plant and our significant local resources, infrastructure and workforce should be encouraging further investment, not abandonment. A lot of families are going to be hurt by this. And State Representative Katie Stewart of Edwardsville, Illinois, says it's unfortunate that workers and their families are being cast aside this way. And this underscores how we need to continue to stand together in building a strong community and economy. We'll weather this difficult time just as we always have. Blair? 606 is your time right now. More than two weeks after a car crash near a St. Louis school. There are still some danger in the area. Here's how it looks right here. There are car parts, broken glass, and a damaged fire hydrant on the street and the sidewalk. Well, people who live around this area tell the Power of Two's Andy Banker they want something done before someone else gets hurt. 
November 13th, around 11.15 at night, there was a bad crash in South St. Louis. A car wrapped around a fire hydrant. It happened right here. Residents say it looks like it happened today. No one's come to clean up the mess. They want to know why. A woman riding her bike past the mess posted this on social media. Is it too much to ask that children walking to school at Frable Elementary not be subjected to this? The school is on the corner opposite the shattered glass, car bumper, and uprooted hydrant. A new stop sign has been installed, but the old one was left here on the ground along with the pole that used to hold it. The corner of Nebraska and Winnebago certainly sees a high volume of school buses and children. Brittany Jones can keep her dog and three-year-old within arm's length, but worries about her seven and ten-year-old kids. If they pick it up, they might get infected by something or cut or something like that. Might ride that bike and mess up that bike tires. That's a problem. That's an eyesore. It's right across the street from the school, so yeah, it needs to be cleaned up. Somebody can hurt themselves. It's very dangerous. People now walk across the street or in the street to avoid it. Police say city towing crews often take away larger debris with crashed vehicles when there's room. There's no word on why that didn't happen here. The police accident report says there were no disabling injuries, but it does not include cleanup information. A city towing worker says it may now fall to the city's refuse division. The neighborhood's alderwoman, Alicia Saunier, did not respond to our questions about who's going to take care of this or when. Andy Banker, Fox 2 News. Well, happening today, officials are cutting the ribbon on the new expansion of North Kirkwood Middle School on Manchester Road in Kirkwood. Eight new classrooms are there, a new hallway and a new office. The money for the work came from Prop R, which voters approved in 2021. Well, Missouri U.S. Senator Josh Hawley brought Missourians impacted by radioactive waste to the U.S. Capitol. And he asked those living near the Coldwater Creek contamination site in North St. Louis County to share some of their stories. This legislation means everything, not just to St. Louis, but our communities in the Southwest, our Tellerson Basin communities, Utah. They're all watching right now, and they know that today's the day and tomorrow, and they're scared. They're afraid that this is their one opportunity and it's going to go away, and they don't understand why, because they have been poisoned by their own government. We felt like we needed to be here and give support to our senator. He's doing an amazing job uh, taking up this issue, and, um, you know, I, had a, uh, I have a five-year-old granddaughter who was born with a mass on her ovary, and it had to be removed when she was three weeks old. My children have been affected. I'm sick with several autoimmune diseases. Um, you know, this is, this is, we have to have this to pass. Senator Hawley repeated his pledge to vote against the National Defense Authorization Act if it does not include compensation for the victims of decades-old radiation in the greater St. Louis area left behind by the Manhattan Project during World War II. The senator also says that the president backs his plan. Fire departments say they are already seeing an increase in calls related to colder weather. The Lee May Fire Department helped Melville with a chimney fire yesterday morning. No one was hurt. Fire departments are reminding you all with chimneys to have them inspected once a year and make sure to clean them. They've also gotten recent calls related to carbon monoxide, and they want you to make sure you have working detectors on every level of your home. All right, this is just coming in. We've got an update now on that shooting in South St. Louis this morning that brought police to the quick trip at Gravoy and Loftborough. This is a look outside that gas station. It was around 4 o'clock in the morning. Police say four people tried to carjack a man. That man then took off in his car and was shot at by those individuals. The victim was grazed by a bullet.
At this time, there's no word on whether or not uh, any of those four people accused of that uh, carjacking are in custody. Right, 610 is your time right now. The nation prepares a final farewell for former First Lady Rosalind Carter. The funeral service happening today to honor her.